Welcome to Let the Money Talk podcast by Philip Capital India. A podcast that provides the latest analysis of the Indian capital market. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hello friends, this is Jodeep Sen from Philip Capital Fixed Income Test. The talk of today's report is running in detail today that is 16th October 2020. Today's topic is the transmission of the rate hikes done by the RBI and tight system liquidity. So, as we all know, RBI has hiked repo rate by 2.5 percentage points, and system liquidity has been kind of okayish. Okayish in the sense, just to recall, in 2021, system liquidity was highly, hugely in surplus. At one point of time, it was more than rupees 8 lakh crore. From that level, more than 8 lakh crore of surplus, as measured through this conventional measure of LAF, that is. Liquidity adjustment facility repo, reverse repo, and um, all those things. From today's, it is somewhere around the zero line. In the sense, sometimes it will surplus, sometimes it will deficit. It's kind of okayish kind of level. So uh, the kind of tight liquidity has contributed to the transmission of the rate hike because when liquidity is tight, uh, banks would require more money, and it is uh, it will push banks towards transmitting the rate hikes done by the RBI. So we have a chart showing the um, history of system liquidity. Some times surplus, some times negative. But the thing is, you know, uh, things like MSF, that is marginal standing facility, when banks have to avail of money from the RBI at a higher rate. Things like VRR, that is variable rate repo, when banks take funding from the RBI. Time to time, VRR has been availed of, MSF uh, has been uh, availed of, which shows it is not exactly uh, as much as surplus, as would seem from the data provided by. Uh, Standing deposit facility quantum of applications. One data point on twenty first of September. Now, why twenty first of September? Uh, we have the advance tax outflows on or little after fifteenth of uh, September. So, after the uh, advance tax outflows on twenty first of September, RBI funding of the banking system was almost one and a half lakh crore rupees, one point four eight lakh crore rupees, and this is big. In the sense, RBI had to fund the banking system by this much. While it is majorly due to advance tax and GST outflows, the point is it shows system is not really as much in uh, surplus. Yes, we do expect uh, most of it to come back to come back through government expenditure, because when um, advance tax GST flows uh, from the people from the system uh, to the government, the government spends money, revenue capitalization, and the money comes back. But uh, to look at the recent data, 12th of uh, October, system liquidity was short by 29,000 crore. It is not as huge, but still. Um, From uh, 21st September, we have come to 12th of October as per the uh, data, and still system liquidity is uh, short. Just to recall, uh, RBI started this ICRR, that is incremental cash reserve ratio, starting from 12th of August, and the money has been uh, given back in three phases, and the money has come back. Now, whatever system liquidity situation we have, like we just discussed, 49,000 crore of uh, shortage on 12th of October. This is after the ICRR money hitting back the system. So, as we said, VRR, that is variable rate repo, that has been availed of occasionally. So we have a chart on that. So, what is happening because of system liquidity being tight? The uh, so one indication is WACR, that is weighted average call rate. So, ideally, weighted average call rate should be between the repo rate, which is six point five percent, and reverse repo, which is now SDF, standing deposit facility, six quarter. Should be between six quarter and uh, six half. Quite frequently, it breaches uh, six half, which is repo rate, and goes towards MSF rate, which is six seventy five. So uh, 
tolerate moving between 6 half repo and 675 MSR indicates system liquidity is tight. And that has been happening quite frequently. Uh, another relevant aspect, uh, the trend in uh, credit and deposit growth. So in 2020, credit of take growth rate in August was like 5.5%. In August 21, it is one year later, it was again 5.5%. In 22 August, um, that is last year, it went up to 15.3%. This year, 11th August, it has gone up to 19.7%, including the effect of the merger. Deposit growth rate in 2020 August was 11%, 21 August was 10.6, which is higher than off-take growth rate. 22 August, it was 8.9%, just compared. 22 August, credit off-take growth rate is 15.3% and deposit growth rate is 8.9%. So, banks giving more of loans. Which means, okay, at that point of time, system liquidity was very much in surplus, but the surplus was coming down. And 23 August, deposit growth rate is 13.5%. Uh, Consequently, CD ratio has moved up, CD ratio as in credit deposit ratio, like for incremental every 100 rupees, how much of loan is being given out to banks? Because banks have to have minimum 4.5% in CRR and minimum 18% in um, SLR. So that uh, credit deposit ratio has moved up to 77.3% as on 11th August uh, this year from 75.1% uh, in June uh, this year and from a low of 69.6% .6 in September 2021. So uh, system liquidity uh, surplus has been coming down and uh, credit deposit ratio has been moving up. Looking at uh, latest data or latest available data uh, till 22nd of uh, September. Bank credit offtake is growing at a rate of as much as 20%. 20% is after the effect of the merger and it is 15.3% apart from the effect of the merger. But this is still buoyant and higher than deposit uh, growth rate and that is impacting system liquidity. We spoke of uh, transmission. Transmission this cycle has been buoyant. So against the report hike of 2.5 percentage points uh, on fresh deposits, that is weighted average deposit rate, fresh deposits, Transmission has been 232 basis points, so 2.32%. And this transmission is, is generally higher than earlier uh, rate hike cycles. And on uh, loans, that is, uh, weighted average loan rate of fresh rupee loans, transmission is 193 basis points, so almost uh, 2%. So almost 2% uh, loan rate transmission, 2.3% deposit rate transmission is generally better than the earlier uh, rate hike signal transmission. Now coming to the next aspect, OMO, that is open market uh, operations. We have a history of OMO purchases. In FY19, RBI purchased almost rupees 3 lakh crore in OMO to support the uh, system. 2021, RBI purchased 22 also till uh, September. They did significant quantum of uh, OMO purchases. Now this last policy review, 6th of October, we announced OMO sales. As in, uh, RBI will sell government securities, take liquidity away from banks and add to the supply of uh, government securities. Now, they are talking of uh, OMO sales and taking liquidity away from the system as if system liquidity is very much in surplus. RBI says system liquidity is surplus. Their perspective is durable liquidity, which takes into account government's uh, surplus with the balance in the account in the RBI. But at least going by the conventional measure of LAF, that is liquidity adjustment facility, repo, reverse repo, or SDF and uh, MSF, system liquidity is not in surplus. We just discussed 21st September minus 1.5 lakh crore, 12th October minus 29,000 uh, crore. 
Moreover, we're going into the festive season, October, Diwali, uh, withdrawals by public. So uh, cash moving out of the banking system. And as per data, usually second half of the financial year, currency with public is higher than the first half of the uh, fiscal year. So is there any argument for taking liquidity away or uh, supplying more of GSEX? Maybe. So as per one research report in the uh, second half of this financial year, in the demand supply equation, supply as in supply of government securities and SDL, that is state development loans, and demand from banks, insurance, uh, PFs, mutual funds, FPIs, and all. So demand would be higher. So that may be a reason for RBI to do OMO sales. Uh, so post the announcement, yield curve has um, become a little more uh, steep in the sense uh, 10 year and other maturity papers have moved up by 10 15 uh, basis points. So maybe that was one of the things the RBI wanted, not in so many words, because whatever has been happened globally, good prices moved up, uh, US Fed sounding hawkish, and uh, all these things. So, net net, what we have today is a little bit of more steepness in the yield curve. Shorter end is, anyways, uh, has moved up because of system liquidity being shorted, at least uh, not so surplus. So, what we expect going forward is that RBI will fine tune banking system liquidity. Uh, balancing the objectives of uh, inflation control and having adequate liquidity for uh, credit offtake and helping the growth of the economy. So, no more. Please read our running reel, running e data today, that is 16th October 23. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media, and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear about other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Capital India Private Limited. The information provided with this podcast is only for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice and this does not take into account any specific investment objectives, financial situations and neither do we warrant the correctness or accuracy of any information mentioned herein. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations and opinions have been obtained from public sources which Philip Capital Research believes to be reliable. Philip Capital, its group entities and any of its representatives shall not be liable for any loss of any nature whatsoever caused or suffered owing to inaccurate or incomplete information mentioned herein.